Hello, 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 guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about follow-up, which is something that a lot of people are a bit uncomfortable with, I think. I definitely know that it happens a lot more. Um, people don't follow up as much as they should. And it seems to be, it was covered in one of my previous episodes about um, kind of email marketing and how you should follow up with your clients. And so today, I'm joined by Craig Skelton. He is a client of mine, somebody I look up to very, very much, and he is a machine when it comes to mortgage processes and growing a business in the mortgage world. And so he has this very unique um, concept of follow-up, which I wanted to get him to come on the show and share with you. So we're going to do that right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income. By mastering content marketing. Let's dive straight into it. Hello, 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 Craig. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Ash. Thanks for having me back on the podcast again. <laughs> again and again and again. I keep just you're on here so many times now. Um, which is good. I love it. I love it's it. Good. I love I love being on here. It's good, yeah. It's good fun. And we, we talk anyway, every, like like loads of times during the month anyway. So it's just like a different version. We're just in StreamYard as opposed to in Zoom. Um so I wanted to talk about follow-up and, you know, I said that at the beginning of the, in, in the intro here about follow-up is how important is follow-up do you think to a broker's success? Um, how can you sort of like, it's just vital. It's just like <laughs> if you can get into a, a word, you have to follow up. You've, you've just got to, it's like, it's criminal. It's a waste it's just you've and I don't like waste, and it's just so you've got to you've got to follow up. You you have to follow up with that client. Where did you learn that? Where's your your um your own like personal belief for follow up? Where does that come from? Is that something you've always been comfortable doing? Because a lot of people are scared of it. So where does it for you? Where where did you learn the, the importance of it? Well, it's it's it is one of it's not having a fear of rejection. So being in the being a mortgage broker, being in the mortgage industry managing people, being in financial services, you get pretty thick skinned, I think, but you get thick skin by having the uncomfortable situations and taking yourself out of the comfort zone. And so, and it's one of those, like the biggest downfall for any single mortgage broker is fear of rejection. If you've got fear of rejection, don't be a broker. Like just literally just, just don't like, don't bother because you can't, have a fear of rejection and be a successful mortgage broker. You, you can't. It, it, because, and I think that just goes back to, I just like to have, you challenge yourself. You, you're gonna, you, if you go for the low hanging fruit, it's an, it's an easy win, isn't it? Yeah. But how much better are you going to feel? If somebody who's told you no, somebody who said, I don't like, I'm not going to use you or whatever, or the rejection that you've had or the ignorance or not turn up for appointments and things like that. It's like, like, I might sound a bit strange, but I like those kind of, I like, I enjoy those kind of things, those conversations. Oh, there's... Because, do you know what? Do you know what? Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Just no, to that, because do you know what? The one thing with that is you've got nothing to lose. You have, you've got to know already You've got like not no already, but you've already you've got nothing. So actually, by making that call or following up or doing something, you've not lost. You've not like yeah. you've got nothing to lose already, kind of thing. Whereas if you've got 
this rep or this client, yeah, they're gonna do this, and then they they choose not to do something, and then you go and you take that rejection. It's like, well, I'll move on to the next one. It's like, well, anybody can do that. Collecting no's, isn't it? I remember when I was being trained as a sales, like when I first got into um, mortgages, my boss used to say, collect the no's, you know, try and get as many people to say no because that don't try and get don't get the yeses, try and get the no's because if you get the no's, you'll eventually get the yes. And I think that's a really hard. Many people are scared of rejection. I also don't know about you. I get a kick out of, in what I do, I get a kick out of when a broker, I love it when a broker comes on a discovery call with me and then they don't use me because some they go to a competitor that they think knows better than I do or whatever, cheaper, whatever it may be. And I love the feeling when they come back round about a year and a half later <laughs> and then they're like, and the prices have gone up and, and I love it. I absolutely love it because there's something about, um, and that's why I think about the, about you said the fear of rejection and like those clients, there's something about a client who has tried other places and comes back and goes, you were right at the beginning. And I'm really like, I've had many times, many times where clients have like, one of them was like, and then he, I ended up getting three or four people because he was like, don't waste your money doing that thing. I should have gone to Ash first time round. And I, so I think it's uh the reason why I'm saying that is I think there's something weird about that feeling, isn't it? Where someone is finally not being into submission when they realize that what you're doing is not trying to con them, but you're actually genuinely just no. doing a good service. Absolutely. And that the thing is like that, you, you're not going to get a more loyal client than that. Are you at that time? Like they're not going to like, and they'll pay what they need to put. Like they're not equivalent of your fees because oh yeah, that's, that's, how it is they've had to come back to so you they've spent me. thousands before they reach me by the time they reach me they've spent at least five to ten grand on other options but then they're like oh okay yeah and i the think thing, that's the, brokers but the thing is that you won't close the door you won't burn, burn bridges like i don't kind of thing it's like with anything that i do it's just it's, it's always it's a small world and things always come back around so you never ever burn bridges you just, like there's certain things you have to but like and burn it very well and make sure you can never stand back up again. But <laughs> there's a lot of things that you just don't burn bridges in this world because, and that's the thing Like you leave, if, if having the, having the, it's how you deal with it. So like the fear of rejection and it's funny enough, I've sort of got a podcast coming out a bit later where talking about, um, firm owners who lose and lose a member like a broker mm. out of the business it's like how you handle that it says so much about yourself but it's like a it's a rejection it so if you're comfortable and you're okay in your own space and you're okay with that then fear of rejection is just okay like it's it, it's not rejection in a way because but like i look at it that it's one of the things, and there's loads of people that have done various talks on this, but this thing that I've always sort of firmly believed in is that expect people, expect, well, somebody says it like expect nothing from nobody, but some whatever the saying is, it is a great saying, but yeah. basically that's what I've always believed is like you've got to just believe, like the, the, don't rely on other people. They'll just and expect them not to let you down. Expect people to let you down when they don't. So, like with you, like like that. That's they, they've come back to you. You're not burning the bridges. You've like they've not had, you've not got a yes. But and it's probably not um, an amazing point to make when we're talking yeah. about this topic. But it's sort of it's still relevant in terms of just having that mindset in your mind that actually 
what is the worst can happen this you've already had a no well just go for it like, what do you do then with a follow-up system because for yourself like because you i remember you say like they got the like, funny strap lines for it but it's i do you have a, a follow-up need a system? blip you need a bleep actually. oh yeah, yeah. Have, got that, yeah. have you got see. one have you got no. one no i haven't i've got like I've, i need one but i can't hit it fast enough it's too late now yeah. you can say it though yeah. you just say just say the bleeped out word not okay so you can swear it's is, the, you can swear no, 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 i'd no, no, I prefer no. not to i don't swear on my show no, anymore. No, no 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 it's fine i'm not gonna swear on, on your show don't worry about that my, <laughs> you don't i, I don't I, swear on yours actually you don't swear no, on your no, show you no 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 um so i always said follow up and told you're told to f off that's basically yeah. what it is so you've always got until you get somebody to slams the door in your face and says ash i never hear, want to hear your voice again that's a no that's fine but we've reached a conclusion in our journey that's it yeah. then you, but until you get that you keep following up so like it's always a follow-up because as a broker the great wins and the great surprises are like I, the brokers i speak to in the first, like we've had two this month where like like back in like I've got a client from January. They said no to me in January, and they've come back to me now with the tail between the legs, and I've got the deal sorted out. Well, that's because you followed up because you've sort of like you didn't burn your bridges because you've been following up. You said you're still there. They've come back to you. You've done a good service kind of thing. So it's just it's you've always got to have a forward plan with a client or a lead. There's always got to be some sort of forward planning with it. What would that look like normally? So, for example, like for a broker thinking about following up, because I think people, I, I get what you mean about rejection. I think people very much fear rejection. As somebody who is an ex-actor, singer, like, trust me, I'm not that worried about rejection anymore. Um, but but the idea of um, the follow-up itself. So I find that, I, mean, I don't struggle with this type of stuff. I think it, I'm with you on it. But I find that people worry, like, what do I say? How do I approach it? Like, with a follow-up, what would your be your kind of recommendation normally, like when you were advising and also like now if you're following up people, what would be your kind of recommendation of a follow-up type thing? You know, what would it look like? So you can have like there's plenty of CRMs now and automated emails that can follow up and, and follow up and follow up for you on your behalf. So you can do it a lazy way and just get the system to get the thing to to to, to. and there, there's going to be brokers out there they're thinking well i don't need to follow up because i've got loads of new so clients busy. Coming in. i've got a new i'm so busy i've got new stuff coming in. which is fine that's all right no no it's my yeah. biggest pet hate right yeah. now when the market's going crazy i've been saying this to people right now like if you drop your marketing drop all your systems and processes because you're busy and halifax are pulling the deals you will regret it because it with the end of the yeah exactly at the end of the business you're going to be yo-yoing around the place and the ones yeah. who do well here maintain their minimum standard of operations and ride it through and I I so I I um I agree with what you say but I know you're going to be nice and go no it's okay no it's not okay do you've got to follow up <laughs> yeah you, no no you, you've got to follow up and I think it is like I said there's automated stuff that you can do to follow up but there's nothing better to, than picking up the phone and sort of saying to a client do you know what. I spoke to you six months ago. You said you said you were saving for a deposit. You said this, that. Just recall back in terms of have some note to sort of say personal things to go, like how are you getting on? Like how are you getting on? How are you getting on with that? And because so, when, you know, when, when you're there, sorry, mate. I go for it. No, go for again, it. that second time I think I want to do it again. But the, the thing is when 
they will um do you know what I've completely forgot my point there now what I was gonna say because no, I fine, apologize fine. You said about the follow-up they said like that you're calling them yeah so th- with with sort of like doing the the follow-up and doing what you and having a plan around that yeah. it just it's with that client if you're there for them when they don't need you technically yeah and you're not getting anything from them they'll be there for you even more Mm. when they do need you and you need them as a client. Does that make sense? Like, it makes complete that... sense. No, yeah. I, I agree with you on it. That's what I do. So if you're just touching base with them and just text them and just reaching out to them and just having some contact, then because at this stage you don't need impact. It's just contact. It's just yeah. contact. It's just contact. But then they're going to know, do you know what? And if they've got your, your, your number in your, their phone and they're down the pub and then going, oh, I'm trying to sort of mortgage out. Oh, I'll tell you what, you need to speak to Craig. Like I've never done a mortgage with him, but you know what? He's answered all my questions. He's like, I'm, he knows we're saving for deposit. But as soon as I've got that deposit saved, he knows I'm going to be the first person I'm ringing. Or do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, you're just building your brand all the time. It's so. So what I was going to add on to that is so that I found, and it's become really, really powerful now. And I think brokers should probably do this more. I'm talking to, is I ended up using Instagram. Me and you have spoken about it for you actually. So like it's. I use Instagram now as my follow-up system, which because my clients are brokers and all my prospects are brokers. And so at the front of this podcast, when it's, if you're listening to this, not, not watching it, there's a bit and it says, you know, follow me on Instagram. My name's at Ashball. It's at Ashballand. And I put a different content on there, which I do. I put shorts and that's where I will answer questions. And what I do is I want to follow brokers and I engage with their stuff. You know, that's the follow-up. I, I talk, they ask me questions. I see their stories. I comment on their stories. I comment on their feeds. I comment on what they're doing. And that is a, a literally the old school Rolodex. That's what that is. That's that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's crazy. Like when talking about follow-up is when you set up a platform like that, for me, like I go for a dog walk, an hour dog walk, and I just look on my Instagram my Instagram is set up in a very strange way so that I favorite um, content marketing coaches. So anyone who's a content marketing coach, I favorite them. And then I just press on Instagram and everyone else is a broker I follow. And so when I wow. press on the favorite button, that favorite only shows me broker, only shows me stuff I need, CPD. But if I turn on favorites off, I get all my ideal clients as well. And that wow. has really helped from a follow-up point of view because you'll get messages all the time. People will message, ask a question. Can I help? I, I know I've jumped on a discovery call, but I'm not ready there. I think that system's really helped to have it all in my pocket. So I just now know, and it goes back to what you said in a previous thing about running your own races. It stops me looking at other people and stops me looking at, all I do is follow brokers. I don't yeah. follow my competitors at all. Like there's nothing. I might follow them, but they're muted and stuff. And that helps from a follow it's purely a follow-up machine yeah exactly and the, the thing is with the ash as well is that you're doing you if you've got i don't know like set as a broker you've done video content you've got some youtube you've got some stuff on industry you've got and you're educating clients and if then they you get enough a lead and or you've got a client that you know is whatever the reason you're thinking actually they would benefit from listening to that video or they yeah. will just send them a link like like thought you thought you might like they, like as a client, potential client. I thought you might 
you, you were looking at doing this or you were thinking about becoming a portfolio landlord. I've done a video on limited company buy to lets. I thought this might have interest here. What like you've already got the email address, you've already got the content, you're just sending it out to them on a personal level. Like that's like wow, like that's that that is follow-up. You you so uh, sometimes it's like thinking, well, I don't want to speak to them like that, which is fine. If you don't want to do that, it's okay. And personal service, I'm always about the personal service and ring it and calling up you in terms of your follow-ups, but that's still you can still send in content, you're still doing things that you're showing that you're still out there, kind of thing. I think it's big. It's really big. And people aren't are quite afraid of doing it. So what would be your takeaway from this episode? If people are, you know, then they're in the industry, they're looking to try and potentially they're not doing follow-up right now, but they want to incorporate it. What would be your, your advice? I think you just stick into your plan and making sure that you follow, like you are following up until that client or lead says to you, F off. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.